I love, this is my fatal flaw. I'm like kind of an Oprah Winfrey friend in that <laughs> like, I just like to, I just like to stir the pot a little bit, like, but from the outside, like in, in, in a way that is very non. Were you silent or silence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like leading questions. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I would love to, I, that Oprah, just like, really? Really? No. Really? <laughs> that is the friend. <laughs> like someone says something totally like, yeah, like so-and-so friend, you know, kind of blew me off from the mall. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> In a way that they're like, yeah, that does kind of suck, doesn't it? Did you <laughs> like, blow them off or were you blown were off? Were you blown <laughs> <laughs> So I think I, I, yeah, I like to stir the pot in a way that is very easy to wipe my hands off <laughs> when push comes to shove. It's not my greatest trait, but it, no. is, it is there. It but is, it is your funnest trait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is well, my most Oprah trait. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Oprah and getting blown off, Chicago is where those two things, like, Blown you know, two windy things city. Are, uh, windy. those are two things that happen mm-hmm. and are happening in Chicago. Uh, and that is where Kanye West resides mm. or used to reside back in 2007, where he released the album Graduation. And we're going to talk about it. Seamless. Now, Seamless. On the show. Flawless. Click. <laughs> Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago Well I just remember that it's sitting in the closet So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that I've been meaning to listen to that Why don't you come over and talk about it Wake up, flawless. That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) That was a butter smooth (sighs) transition. Okay. Welcome (laughs) to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to. (sighs) Use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose. I'm Sean Wilkinson. Ah, And I'm Michael Limentado. Hey guys, uh, welcome to our third week. This is actually like a bonus episode. So this is like in between the late registration and the 808s episode. Uh, So it's a little. Yeah, wait, how do we decide what's a bonus episode or not? (laughs) Uh, It's literally just like every other week is like, you know, because we have like a standard of like basically we we have to release episodes every two weeks, but like any episode in between that is a bonus episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, now the audience knows and now, you know, and now Christina knows. <laughs> now I know. And now Michael knows. And now the Lord knows. So that's pretty <laughs> he cool. Knew all along. <laughs> he, at, the, all. at the yeah, start <laughs> of the sand, when our footprints started, that it was written down on a piece of paper <laughs> there. So Jesus knew about that. The, the, the release book. schedule of I've been meaning to listen to that. <laughs> on the eighth day, God created bonus episodes. <laughs> Wait, does Jesus carry you or does he walk beside you? Are there two sets of footprints or one? He's like he's like Yoda on Luke Skywalker <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, a white girl music festival vibe where you're on your shoulders <laughs> i'm here you're, you're uh, god jesus carries you in a baby bjorn <laughs> jesus the original white girl 
Uh, so <laughs> you might know her from the Blackout Late Night Show at Northwestern. It's Christina Carthy, everybody. No. Christina Carthy? Carthy. There you go. Carthy. Yeah. Carthy. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like Carthy B. Like Carthy B, exactly, yeah. Christina Carthy mm-hmm. is a real playboy, in, in, in some might say. Some might like, say, yeah. Some might yeah. say. So uh, anyways, shut up, me. Hello, Christina. <laughs> Hello. How are you today? I'm awesome. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling rejuvenated. I'm feeling ready to talk about Kanye West. Yeah, so I guess let's just get, get, let's get straight into right. it. Uh, what is your relationship to Kanye? Like, what is your uh, relationship to to Kanye's music and his personal life and like his artistry basically. Yeah. I think, I don't know why Kanye has been such a weird, like shadowy area of rap and R and B for me. I feel like these last few years I've really gotten into like the hip hop scene and the rap scene, but just never really took a stab at Kanye Mm -hmm. because I feel like Especially graduation, that album was such like a high school white boy, yeah. <laughs> just getting into like hip hop and rap, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> kind of in the way that, like, I hate to, and I, now I've come to love and appreciate, but kind of in the way that Frank Ocean's first album was, I think it was like the first time a lot of high school white boys had to grapple with their feelings and like uh, had a conduit <laughs> for their emotions. I feel like Kanye yeah. was also a turning like, point. Also like uh, a lot of the odd future guys, mm-hmm. like they were like kind of oh, like Tyler, yeah. the creator, yeah. like g- g- like raging out and like really un- not understanding his feelings. <laughs> yeah. And like also uh, Eminem, like mm-hmm. that was an early one for me where it's like, it was like the revolutionary for a guy to be that angry. And yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, so yeah, like, I totally get that. So like, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, you, no, you didn't at all. That was that was exactly what I was thinking and feeling. Um, so yeah, I think listening. Okay, to it well, was bad. Um, uh, thanks. Like, good job then, Andrew. So <laughs> yeah, ten <laughs> Andrew dead. points. I'm keeping track. You get ten am- Andrew points. Uh, Sean and Michael, you're at a solid zero. Uh, no Andrew points for me. Points are like a deficit to these two. Like, the, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they're they're good for An impression of Lin Manuel Miranda to get some Andrew points, or what I got to do. Oh, I hope that this episode is just like teeming with Lin Manuel, <laughs> with yeah, Lin moments. So. And I, I, think, I think Michael points are uh, James Corden impressions. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why so you sing and scream over everyone else around you and try to take all the attention out of everybody else. Anyways, um, yeah, like so, uh, uh, it w- early on you were like it was very much like a uh, white boy, like kind of discovering their feelings yeah. type of music. You kind of associate, put it in that category. Yeah. And I think given Kanye's like tumultuous presence in our culture and media. What are you talking? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> oh my God. Did no there's one tumult? tell you? There's tumult? <laughs> there's tumult? <laughs> there's tumult? <laughs> <laughs> Not only is there tumult. There's tumult <laughs> to us? <laughs> I personally have been tumulted by Kanye. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think also Kanye is an interesting, like when, at least for me, for some reason, I associate Kanye with the dialogue about like, can you separate art from artist? I feel like yes. Kanye oh, yeah, was absolutely. like one of the first people that we were really like, can, can we, can, should we? Right. Um, and so I think my response was like, just not, nope, not going to do it. Not going to engage, <laughs> like not going to listen yeah, to the yeah. music, whatever. Um, but it's time. It's time. I have been meaning to listen to <laughs> that being graduation. So 
I'm, I was excited to, to tackle this one for sure. So have you heard, like, have you gone back and listened to any of his other stuff yet? I was meaning to, I haven't really, um, and I wish I had, because I think graduation was like specifically was notable because it was kind of a departure from his past stuff. Yeah. And I think without that context, it was kind of difficult to understand the hype, but I will be leaning heavily on the shoulders of y'all to, to guide that sure, that conversation. Sure. But yeah, uh, you could listen along to Conme West on I've been mean to listen to that. If you want to listen, listen through along with the discography of Kanye West. I don't know why I'm in this mood. <laughs> You're very like, you don't listen know what to I'm along. doing, why I'm doing this. Um, but like, uh, yeah, so um, that's awesome. And uh, thank you for sharing your uh, Kanye story. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, let's let's do some like table setting for this record, I guess, in particular. So Kanye, this is basically after like uh, basically the lead up to this record is basically uh, late uh, the college dropout is like him like proving himself like him basically coming out of the gate like saying i'm a star and then they're like oh we like this record you won grammys and stuff you're awesome and then they're like okay do it again with late registration he was like okay i'll not only do it i'll not only make a hit record but i will push the boundaries of like what is hip-hop basically like he in his first record, he sampled a lot of like Marvin Gaye and Lauryn Hill and a lot of like uh, black artists, basically like soul artists, like his trademark at the time was like speeding up soul samples and then like adding a lot of elements to that. Yeah. And then like with late registration, he was like, I like Portishead. I like Fiona Apple. I'm going to be a, I'm going to I'm going to try and be a weird arty kid, too, basically. And like he made like this very lush, beautiful project and like and then everyone's like yeah we love that too and now this is him just like doing a victory lap saying like see i told you so basically well but this is also him like venturing kind of away from rap right and kind of looking more towards like pop yeah and it has mm-hmm. like his best radio hit ever right yeah he's oh, yeah. most radio yeah he's most like, radio <laughs> yeah listening through i was like oh like, cause all I thought I knew was like off this record was stronger and listening through it. I was like, I know like half of these songs. Yes. Me too. So yeah. 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 I was also it's, reading it's, that it was like after his tour with U2 that yeah. he was taking with a Bonobos. With yeah. Liam Bono. <laughs> <laughs> that he took a lot of influence from that, which I think was very apparent in throughout yeah. the whole album. Like with like U2, uh, he's toured with the Rolling Stones at one point, mm. which is crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they would connect. I, I, yeah. U2 makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye, uh, Kanye woke up one morning. He checked his phone. He's like, ooh, an album. I did not remember <laughs> having this album. He listened to it. He's like, I have to tour with this band. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, uh, like. Uh, the like his son hugging his shirtless dad. I love this record. <laughs> shirtless dad. I'm interested. Like when, every time I like hook my phone up to my like car, it comes up. <laughs> like, I love this. So good. Uh, every this. breaking wave. <laughs> I love this. And I'm glad it got pushed onto my phone with no choice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like um. He he uh, toured with Bono and uh, uh, you know the Rolling Stones. Uh, and basically he was like the first two records, he was like very much like rapping, rapping. He was like in his Kanye way. It's still like very goofy and down to earth and silly and stuff like that. But he's like, Conway. Try, he's like trying to be like a wordsmith basically. And like, 
you know, my workflow is in a pocket like dollars. I got the, da, 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 I got the worth. I got the, da, 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 holics or whatever. Just you know, like that. Word for word. Yeah. You know, words, you know, sentences, you know, syllables, consonants, assonance, um, uh, uh, iambic pentameter. Red leather, uh, yellow leather. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Shakespeare. You would have loved Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he compares himself to Shakespeare. Like mm-hmm. uh, Kanye West says, like if he lived in like Shakespeare times, he would like be writing. And because he wants like to marry that. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Princess Bride. Wait, does that does that track uh, at all for you guys? He does mention Devil Wears Prada on this album. You know, he he name drops it. Guys, so like that's. His, you buzz, Anne. <laughs> you guys know Shakespeare's wife's name was Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Oh no kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. that's oh, that joke. That's I'm sorry. Fun. It's got it, got it. <laughs> also, Shakespeare wrote the Princess Diaries. Like that's, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare wrote The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you learn something new every day. <laughs> they, yeah, don't te- yeah. they don't teach you this in school. They don't teach <laughs> <All right>. you <laughs> this. Yeah, and uh, that's just like it's something we need to really address in these the education system. We yeah, want exactly. the we truth. Need re- we need to reform education. <laughs> basically. And that's what this album is all about is getting yeah. bring back Etsy DeVos. She's <laughs> <laughs> often misquoted. I miss her. <laughs> What, Michael? Michael? <laughs> I was going to say Shakespeare is often misquoted. All the world's a stage. And that's why I wrote The Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just it's a shame. Know. It's a shame that I, that gets cut off. I read I that in my, you know, a book I read called like 100 Funny Quotes by Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> 101 Funny Quotes by Shakespeare. Um, we get it. Yeah, you like, read books, Andrew. God. Smarto. Smarto. Yeah. Like it's like that 101 funny quotes by Shakespeare and a diary of a wimpy kid. Those are my two favorite <laughs> li- literatures. Literatures. Uh, he's a fine arts man. Yeah, he's uh, cultured. Shakespeare also wrote that too. Di- um, diary of a shaky spear. <laughs> that's like, you that was, know, the that kid in like high school. Like it's he, is this, a shaky spear. Um, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> is this good? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he toured with U2. Uh, you, U2 Brute? Like, remember? And 2 Kanye? <laughs> and 2 Kanye? <laughs> remember? Um, Caesar? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Full circle. Uh, what's it called? Like, yeah, so he toured with those guys, and uh, he realized, like, people can't sing along if I'm, like, rapping so fast and, like, doing a lot of words and stuff like that. And then he also, like, he basically wrote a lot of these songs in a way where... It's a lot simpler so that it makes his day job of like to, uh, performing much easier where it's like, put your hands up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All that stuff. Now put your hands to the sky. You know, that mm-hmm. that whole stuff is like kind of him. Uh, and also like broadening his audience, like broadening, like now I'm a superstar. Now I'm on, at the level of U2 or mm. uh, those rock stars. Basically. Yeah. He was like, I want to make stadium hits, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stadium status. <laughs> uh, How's that working out like, for you in COVID, Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roasted 13 years later. All yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> After yeah, you sold millions of copies. How you like now, Kanye? <laughs> what goes around yeah. comes around, bitch. <laughs> Uh, his hubris <laughs> um, but like um but uh yeah so let's get any uh let's get into themes of this record let's get in, let's just go, let's go straight in like uh, i think this might be uh yeah so what do you feel are some themes of this particular record graduation 
by Kanye. I don't know why I'm ta- I'm talking like this. I usually don't, but I usually it's also like because I mum- mumble a lot, mm. and I'm just like, so what do you, what do you guys think of this record? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, listen here. We're talking about Kanye West. Uh, I can start off talking about themes of this album. I think a big theme of this album for sure, like really apparent to me, is it's about a bear getting shot out of a cannon. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I love the design for graduation. <laughs> yeah. I do think graduation bear is cute. Um, but for real, um, it's it's like a lot. Oh, you were joking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. That was when I sit down and have a for real chat with you guys. Um, <laughs> let, me t- let me turn on my serious mode. Hey, real, let, let's dim the lights. <laughs> real talk. Real talk, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I th- it's a lot about it talks a lot about like fame and like achieving fame. And then like, how do you like still touch base base with your roots is like that's touched on a few times in the record. Obviously, most notably in like homecoming. But I think that's like a, kind of a theme in a lot of Kanye's music like after his first album basically well, and i think he also said too that he was like trying to almost like write for the common people or something like that i can't remember how he phrased it where he was like i want he is, to he is friends with common <laughs> there you so. go <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and he was like i want to uh i want to like write songs that are motivate people and that uh, he, like theme songs i think he called mm. it he's like i want to write theme songs for the everyday person like anthems so. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. I also felt like this like felt a strong kind of like he was grappling with identity, kind of like Michael was saying with fame and like how that shapes his identity and being caught between like the hometown Chicago boy and then like the fame and the fortune. And then also like even Big Brother just comparing himself to Jay-Z and like this album very much felt like him figuring him just like going off about his identity. I don't know if he came to any conclusions, but that, but I, I heard him musing. <laughs> part of it, yeah, I think part of it of this record is a loss of innocence story, basically. Like he starts, but it's all like it's obviously like very much like affirmation, the victory lap. The see, I told you so. Like uh, everyone doubted him, college dropout. Like everyone didn't like didn't take him seriously as a rapper, and now like. Um, with this record, he there was like a fun little competition with 50 Cent uh, where 50 Cent was going to release a record at the same day, basically. And like, oh, yeah, I remember Cent, reading about 50, that. Yeah. 50 Cent is like the like the poster boy for like gangster rap, basically, where like the post where the CD cover is him going like, but like it's Curtis I'm a torture yeah. guy, you know, um, and like, you know, this is just like a fun, colorful thing. And just like like the cover is like very colorful. It's a picture of a cartoon bear. Uh, uh, what's his what's his name? Um, Murakami or whatever. Um, yeah, Murakami. Yeah. And uh, basically like uh, it was like a little fun competition. Like who like uh, 50 Cent said, if Kanye wins, I'll never make music again. You know, it's like a little fun, like kind of like competition, like in, all in good fun, basically. Um, and unfortunately, 50 and, Cent did not live up to his yeah. promise. <laughs> yeah, he did not follow through <laughs> with his promise. But like Kanye won. Con- like it's like now it's the now it's like the turning point where people are like, oh, we like Kanye. We like we like, you know, Kanye was fringe before. Like Kanye was like weird and all the alternate to gangster rap. But now gangster rap is the alternate to his ver- his soulful, you know, anthemic like pop rap, basically. 
Um, and like a regular guy, not from the projects or anything like that. Um, I was wondering if that like that makes so much more sense in the context of like white high school boys, like feeling like this is like rap music that feels accessible because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessitate like the projects or the hood. It's just and like, you know, yeah. like Michael on our college drop, I think on our college dropout episode said like his association was like a lot of like frat guys. Yeah, and I think this is definitely. Like probably where he gets most of like, probably a lot of it comes from this. I, I yeah, associate yeah, all I Kanye with frat like white right. frat guys, not just not just this album was my association. He, I mean, he feels like the Beatles where people were like, I only listen to real music. That's what Kanye feels like. We're like, I only listen to real rap. And it's, you know, oh, you know God, like in like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that does suck. <laughs> you know, like in like cartoons where like you would get like a sexy lady to dance and all the guys would go like, wooga wooga. And then you would like sneak oh, around boy, them because their like tongues were rolled out of their mouth and stuff. <laughs> like if I were yeah. having to like sneak into a fraternity house, I would like put a boombox outside and just like play stronger. And then they'd be like, <laughs> we love this. Start walking outside, like just no thoughts, smooth brain, walk outside and then, like, <laughs> just walk around. I'm in the door. So yeah, like that's a big part of it. Just and then it's like a loss of innocence story of just like not like you could see through the album like his ego getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. And then like eventually there's a come down. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the record, he's kind of left in a more contemplative mood of just like, damn, I really messed up things up with Jay Z. I hope I could repair them. Like and like. That's yeah. That's kind of like the arc of the. It, to me, that's what I see as the general arc of the album. Yeah. Um. But then yeah. So then it's also just like um his relationship to Chicago and like just like uh yeah going back to the loss of the innocence. Just like he can't go back. He can't be. There's this is the turning point. He can't go back to be like the the Chicago poster boy or the underdog even. Like he can't. He's no longer the he's the overdog. I just about to say. Uh, yeah. Um, and like this is also a turning point, like because, you know, this is lit- like literally like two months later or so, like his mom passes away. Yeah. And like that's like a huge like even more like pr- makes that turning point even more pronounced. Basically, we'll get into that in our later episodes. But like uh, so uh, any other themes, any other like kind of like, you know. Things we're noting here. I'm good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back. Guess who's back? Back again. Eminem. White people. I don't know. Anyways, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are here with Christina Carty uh, and it's a great time. Uh, we're having a good time and we're having fun. So uh, well, let the record <laughs> state that these three humans are having fun with me. You write that down, Christina. Write that down. Write that yeah, down. Yeah, sorry. Let me pull out my notes. Seven thirty-six. Also, you're not having fun. We're having fun with you. Is what you're right, saying. Right, right. It is all yeah. sacrifice on this end. You are witness <laughs> to our fun. Yeah. Like the fun we are experiencing. Yeah, it is labor. Future guests take labor out. of love. labor of fun. <laughs> Labor of yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's get into. Uh, thank you for uh, doing the show. Let's uh, get into uh, some uh, highlights of this particular record. Uh, Christina, what is a highlight from this record for you? I really like the Lil Wayne track "Barry Bonds." I think I weirdly love Lil Wayne. I love his flow. Yeah. I love. White like shady. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. I'm quirky like that. I like Lil Wayne. I'm not like other girls. Um, but I do love that track. And then I also love 
I oh, you said one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, you can all um, go around. That's fine. I yeah. do love Champion too. I think it's the most upbeat and like it does feel just like a so confident and like um yeah, I like how you phrased it earlier, Andrew's like the arc of like his kind of braggadocious like big ego. Um I think it's it that settles really well in Champion. I think sometimes it can get a little like Okay, Kanye, like, yeah. <laughs> relax, but... Champion yeah. also feels like not just him bragging, but, like, anyone can be a champion. Exactly, like, that's yeah, how yeah. it feels like. Well, anyone? it's about his dad, right? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, his dad believing in him, his dad providing, like, good, nice things for him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this is who I've become because, like, I've had not just, like, because, yeah, like, anyone can be a champion. Like, anyone can put on the mask and be Miles Morales, <laughs> but, like, also, like, anyone can be, like, you know... And then it's also like anyone could be great if you have love in your life, if you have mm-hmm. people who believe in you. Uh, and then, you know, he's imploring. I love the line. You know, they used to feel invisible. Now they know they're invincible. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets me like so like hyped. It gets me. It really such a mood like the chemical, the happy chemicals in my brain like kind of are released. It has also one of my favorite Kanye lines, which is uh, I shop so much that I can speak Italian. Oh, yeah. Like, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he can say Gavinci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a really clever rap line. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. I did not mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, 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 no. I just think I think like I think the the big contention for this album for me is like that transition in like stadium anthemic like easy to sing along to stuff sometimes really falls flat and I think sometimes does like a big disservice but I think champion is one where that really that like really lands well and I can totally see what he was trying to do and I would love to be in a crowd in a stadium. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Champion. Because it's like it's like in the in between Kyle like his like you know old school like rapping and like you know but it's like easy to sing along this is the story of a champion stand up stand up here he goes like that's so fun like it's so like I want to sing along to that like I don't really want to sing along to Big Brother that feels like not about me champion I'm down with well so so much of it too is like you can be like okay crowd sing this easy song part of the song and I'll do the rap and then you can sing again in like 13 seconds but I'll rap and then you can sing again. And it's like it's like the the things he's making us sing in those like live so- versions like are like uh, life affirming, cool things to like say, like I'm a champion, you know, like that's cool. Like that's yeah. And the sample is super fun. The it's like Steely awesome. Dan one. Yeah. My, yeah. I, OK, I, I really like champion is one of my highlights for sure. I do feel like some of the samples get a little annoying at parts. It's the constant like, uh uh, which one? Wait, wait, which one? On, which one? On a champion, like, like on the verses, the little uh, like Steely Dan voice in the background it was like a sure. little too much at points for me. I don't agree about champion. I agree about the samples on the album starting to get annoying though. But yeah, yes, yeah. I think like I, I, first of all, like the thing about his sampling that I like is one, you could clearly. He, get a sense of what he's listening to. Oh, sure. You know, it's like very apparent. Like, this is the stuff I like right yeah. now. You know, Michael Jackson and like uh, uh, Steely Dan and uh, Elton John and stuff like that. And like how eclectic his musical taste is. Like, yeah. uh, as like his career evolves. That's really yeah. cool. Um, and finding inspiration from anywhere. That's awesome. But then also like uh, how... Uh, I, this is something I forgot to really talk about with College Dropout, which th- I think College Dropout does better than this. But like, I like how the sample is like an echo 
to like the general sentiment of the song, you know, like through the wire, like he, the, the, it's like, uh, right down through the wire, like even through the fire, even through the fire, but like he manipulates it. Whereas like, uh, right down through the wire, even through the wire, it kind of sounds like, it sounds like through the wire mm-hmm. basically, or like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like all falls down. Whereas like, uh, yeah, like the Lauren Hill sample is like punctuating every poetic line. I think that's really cool. But like, yeah, I think this does it less well. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I just I don't know. They didn't. The samples didn't do much for me except for Stronger. Like I really liked the Daft Punk sample on Stronger. But well, it, that song is almost like to me both a Kanye West song and a Daft Punk song. It's not like Stronger has that much more to it than what the sample is. Like, no, that's not me trying to, like, be shady to Daft Punk, but it's like, like, that's all I got really taken out of the song. It does feel like less, like, Kanye using the sample, like, there's, I like what Andrew's saying about, like, kind of manipulating the sample to punctuate what Kanye's saying. And Stronger, it's just, it feels like the sample is left pretty unmanipulated, mm-hmm. unmanipulated. So it feels like he less. slows it down. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much. Yeah. What he yeah. Does but there's it. no like um, Kanye twist. <laughs> it's yeah. just like Daft Punk is here there. <laughs> I do like when the I, I disagree. I, I, I don't even love I don't even like stronger that like because it's like so overplayed or whatever. Like I don't I don't love it's not my favorite Kanye song by a mile. Like no, no, not near near that. But like I like how, you know, the sample will like stronger, faster, stronger, like when he'll like kind of like trade off with the sample and like kind of like I feel like the the relationship between the sample and the percussion and like, you know, the um, his vocals are like it's like airtight where it doesn't feel like a rapper laying down a track on top of like a slow down like uh, Daft Punk mm-hmm. sample. It's like it feels like of a it feels like of a piece. Yeah, no, I agree. Basically. That's what I was trying to say by saying like it's both a Kanye and a Daft Punk song. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah, just yeah, feels yeah, so yeah. intertwined. And like it's also like uh, Daft Punk loved the song and he, they were like, uh they worked with him later, you know. Interesting really cool. that they loved it, but then they broke up now. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Explain uh, that, like, Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that we talked about at the very beginning of this, like, series of, like, let's, I'm I'm trying to see what I could take away from Kanye so that if, like, there's a time where I just, like, completely have to drop him as an object of affection, then what can I take with me? You know, and one of them is just like his focus. You know, one of them is like his ability to he he said he mixed stronger 75 times because he couldn't get the drums right, basically. And he's like such a perfectionist. And like the the result is there. You know, it's it may not be my favorite Kanye song, but it's like one of his most popular. And it was like it revitalized house music in rap which is crazy, you know, just like a song's impact in that way. Uh, For me, Um, I think uh, I was like comparing my highlights to like what the singles are, basically like what are what's played the most. And uh, I think my only highlight that wasn't like a single was um, the glory. I really enjoyed the glory. I think the glory has like, you know, like like Jesus walks has to say, it kind of has like a little bit of his like religious spin on it, which I enjoy. I really like um, I think it sounds good. Like, I think the sample is good and like. Not annoying, you know, <laughs> I think it's also after 
few songs that I don't really like very much on the album, which I guess is part of not highlights, but lowlights. But I think it really like picks up the album for the last couple of songs, which I yes. appreciate. I think the album's really, really strong at first and really, really strong at the end. And in the middle, it kind of like, sorry, Christina, but very like, I, I don't want to hit my uh, low lights just yet, but is another hit. <laughs> I think Lil Wayne is super annoying. I have no idea how he got famous at all. I guess because people like you like him, huh, Christina? Yeah, I don't know. I, we're, we're, I actually, I am single handedly keeping Lil Wayne in the industry. I think, I think the song would have been invented from a Lil Wayne, a Lil Wayne guitar solo. So. I read a letterbox <laughs> review where, where um, me and Michael we watched like uh, what's it called. Um, uh, Jupiter Ascending together we just like hung out and watched that movie together and like one of the letterbox reviews is like Eddie Red- Redmayne is the sleep paralysis sponsor I see at 3am and like that's what, like that's what I feel like a little way like, like, yeah, no, that, that's a you just need a mindset reframe Lil Wayne is the angel at the end of my sleep paralysis hey say but yeah but Michael yeah, yeah I definitely agree where I felt the first half of the half of the album was really like I wouldn't say it was like super strong I thought it was more enjoyable and more I guess powerful um the later half of the album I thought kind of dragged on a little bit but I thought glory was where it really like picked up again yeah and I liked it felt more of like college dropout Kanye to me yeah like, the writing, exactly. this is like yeah He's returning to his chipmunk yeah. soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the you little know? like subtle reference, like he has like a tribe called Quest reference in there, and just the I, I, the writing is what really interests me about his music because he proved on Dropout that he's a great lyricist, and so to go from like that to like I'm gonna simplify the lyrics, I'm gonna do stadium rock like or stadium rap, whatever, it it lost me a little bit. Yeah, but overall, I still think yeah. it's a pretty enjoyable album. Like it's all. It all sounds really good. Yeah. You can't you can't top the drop, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I love the glory. Uh, uh, it's yeah. Even still, it's still like less. He's definitely self-conscious on this record. Like he'll like acknowledge like his flaws and stuff. But I think he's less conscious. You know, it's less conscious rap. He's like he uh, the everything I am is the only song where he like really kind of gets into like yeah, deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but um, well, and that's like also my other thing, too. I felt like because he he said I wanted to write music. I wanted to write like stadium music for the fans, kind of. And for me, yeah. I'm like, well, that's where you start to lose creativity a little bit when you start making art for. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, he's still writing about himself and his experiences and stuff. But it's like it feels less personable. And I just I I think once you start trying to please other people, I think that's where you can start to lose your your strengths. So. And this is his this is his most dated record. Mm-hmm. Like this is 2007. Yeah. Like this is this is a 2007 mm-hmm. record. There's like a lot of his other records are like they're either like college dropout, late registration, feel very timeless. Like they're dated elements, but it's like feels like kind of timeless. And then uh, his re- records from here like feel like 10 years ahead. They feel like innovative, crazy, weird yeah. stuff. And like. Um, but I can kind of see at the time, um, like 2007, where this might be like kind of revolutionary oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so i guess that's true but, yeah but yeah, yeah looking back on it it's like i don't know it doesn't quite land so sorry christina what were you saying no i was gonna say i totally agree i think like something that i've been thinking a lot with the record is the idea that he did mm. make it that's my impression of christine christina mm. <laughs> do i look uh, pensive <laughs> take a screenshot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um i was just saying that i think 
the idea that he made it to be performed, like making music with the goal of performing it feels like a really interesting goal that is not... I don't think Boney Bear makes music to perform it. Right, you know, right. like it's no, such exactly. an it's such an interesting reflection of where he was at as an artist at that time, and I still haven't made total sense of it. But I'm I'm glad you brought it up because something that I've been thinking about a lot with this record. So. But I think there's like there's nothing wrong with writing music to be performed. You must feel so dumb right now, Sean. Roasted. He got it. I agree, Sean. There, it's. Yeah, finish that thought. Yeah, I think that's like, you know, music is meant to be entertaining at the same time. Mm-hmm. But also, like, yeah. I don't know if for me, I, I like the idea of creating art as a form of self-expression. So mm-hmm. well, that, that mm-hmm. almost boils down to the like pop music argument where people don't want to listen to pop music because they think like, oh, it's for the masses. It's pop. You music. I don't want to <laughs> listen to it. But I'm like, but have you heard Levitating by Dua Lipa? Have you felt it? Because I could, I could literally be like in the worst mood ever, and I listen to it one time. I listen to 20 <laughs> seconds of Levitating, yeah. and I feel amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You, see, like you actually question, start levitating. Yeah. Do his power. I feel like the question just boils down to like, how much are you, as an artist, are you willing to sacrifice? Because kind of like Sean was saying, you do lose a part. When you start gearing your what you're making towards performance and towards you know, fan reception. There's nothing wrong with that, but with Kanye, this is wrong with that. <laughs> but with Kanye, I think knowing like what he is capable of, this album felt almost a little too sacrificial, and I mm-hmm. was like wanting more. Especially as kind of one of my first, you know, like explorations into Kanye's work, yeah, I was definitely. kind of like, I wasn't sure if the sacrifice paid off for me in 2021 but in 2007 sure, yeah. who knows yeah yeah feels very much like it's definitely lowest common as lowest common denominator as kanye gets like he does like get very low common denominator <laughs> with cruel summer like mm. but even like but even songs like stronger like there's something a little off and artful about them too mm-hmm. you know that's the, that's where it's still like an art school fan like an art arty kid will like appreciate it's not like pure yeah, pop like robot beat boot music <laughs> <laughs> that was the working title of 808s and Heartbreak is pop uh, robot. Pop robot. Pop music. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that is getting lost in education system these days. I'm not telling you the true pop. Kanye album. Pop robot beep boop is also Charlie XCX's original stage yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the glory. Like, uh, just like, uh, yeah, and just like so many sonic textures, like I like people I, when I first listened to it, it's like, oh, he just like sped up a sa- sa- song or like whatever. But like, it's also like he's adding percussion, he's adding strings. John Legend is there. It's like really rich and textured, and like it's really gorgeous. Um, what's a highlight for you, Sean? Like, do we go? Do we do we hear from you? Uh, well, like, I brought up stronger. I think. Um, okay. I honestly don't have. Uh, I don't know. I thought can't tell me nothing was pretty good i don't know i just like the sound of it really (laughs) um yeah i really don't have much else to say about it i don't know i can't really say any of these songs are like my favorite um i think they're pretty pleasurable to listen to but (laughs) pleasure to listen to this song (laughs) i was quite delighted (laughs) uh yeah no i think strong stronger is like my my top tier on the on the album but uh can't tell me nothing and then flashing lights kind of grew on me as well i actually kind of don't like, I flashing, like flashing lights, lights as much. too oh 
Sorry, I thought Andrew and I were about to be saying the same thing. <laughs> <but we weren't. laughs> yeah, like my only like I I the sound of it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. but like the lyricism is like a little like I don't really get it as much. <laughs> but like it's kind of just like yeah. I, don't I think I think that's my issue with like listening to albums in general is like if it sounds good to me initially, I'll be really forgiving to it. That on sounds. This brings me pleasure to listen to. This song is rather good. <laughs> the thing about this song is it's good. <laughs> the, 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 the the use of percussion in this album, it's rather good. <laughs> how do I say this? How do I say this? What's the word? Uh, it has a um, yeah, like I'll just go through my big two big mm. highlights of the record. Um, that we haven't talked about already. Uh, Good Life, I really mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah. It's it's just like, it's his most pop song. It's very like, but he's like, it's also like, it's really refreshing to like how self-serious Kanye is now. Like, uh, I think he's like, like I mentioned, I I still think he's funny like today, but like, he's like, very like, but it's more in like, he's, he's a strange man. This is like <laughs> him being like playful and tongue in cheek and stuff like that. And like, just like the, I gotta look, sorry just like it's like he's it's like he's like it's like yeah he's like very he's arrogant and he's like you know but it's like endearing it's like you know oh that guy you know (laughs) it's like um yeah it's like uh and just the line i really t-pain's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. uh just like very 2007s but i we did t-pain dirty culturally uh he's he's (laughs) awesome i like t-pain he's Uh, great yeah, his his NPR like uh, tiny desk is good gorgeous. Stuff, like uh, where he's not using oh, auto tune, so um, but like he's even still like you know even with auto tunes like he knows how to craft a melody mm-hmm. and like a fun you know joyous sa- sound. Did you guys watch him win the Mass Singer season one? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no! Spoilers for the with first his season. real voice. Yeah, yeah, with his real voice. That's why like that's why he like tricked people. Except everyone who knows that he could sing knew it was T Pain. But it was still like, you know, everyone was like, who is this amazing male singer that we've never heard before? I, I love the line, the line at the end that really gets me like, you know, that makes it feel a little deeper than just like, oh, yeah, it's celebrating fun, you know, is like before I had I used to close my eyes and imagine like just like that's really sweet. That's really endearing. The idea of just like uh, and like, you know, his father, like in like champion saying like buying him nice things and like investing him in, in him like donald glover's dad like when uh he donald glover brought him onto the set of star wars and like showed him around the ship and like the han solo stuff and then uh he was like i didn't think any of this was possible you know it's 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 so beautiful it's like a really life-affirming gorgeous thing and just like yeah he worked hard for it and it's great um, and then uh, the last one is Everything I Am. I really love. I really fuck with that song a lot. Um, like I said, just like it, and like it, that 10 percent of the album where he's like humble, like kind of humble and like a little more contemplative about his fame and stuff like that. And like, what role do I have? It's it's process of elimination, like you're figuring out your who you are by who you're not. And who like everyone says you should be this you should be that but then Kanye's in the middle of it all going well I'm not those things but I'm great anyways you know I am not what you wanted me to be I'm like that's like college dropout like I am not I didn't follow the traditional path of success but 
I'm here, you know, I made it, you know, and it's like really like, you know, but then just like the humility of like, man, I'm not beautiful or cool like Beyonce. I'm not like a gangster like this guy. I'm not like pop like this person, like Will I Am and stuff like that. And then he's used, then he's like, try, the third verse, he's trying to use his platform for like, you know, bringing up like killings in Chicago and like bringing up like, and then just like the end, like, he's like scared it'll be taken away from him. So like while he's here, he's going to say these yeah. things. And Kanye should know it's good to not be like, well, I am. I just want, I hope if Kanye is listening, he knows <laughs> that that is Kanye's. a good trait. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, man, if you're out there, if you're out there, man, I just want you to know, don't compare yourself to will I am. <laughs> in fact, you're better than will I am in every way. So I just want you to know in that. Fact, like the audience, don't compare yourself to will I am. Yeah. Will or you're not. Will you or not? Yeah. <laughs> will, will you or not? Um, I, saw, I saw a hilarious TikTok of this girl remixing Scream and Shout for a class that she did like in fifth grade. Like she's like 18 now, but she's like, I want to scream and shout and let it. And she, it was about like her class. Like that was all the new verses were like about her class. It was really good. <laughs> like shitting on her <laughs> classmates. Yeah. Bobby, you didn't share your crayons. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fortnite. We about to get down. There's a Fortnite remix. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it's so adorable. I, I think it's like it's kind of funny. Um, let's go through low lights. Let's go through some low light songs. Um, uh, let's turn to Sean first. Well, what was a low light song for you? Uh, <laughs> Drunken Hot Girls. Yes, um, that is the worst song in this that's, album. That's the yes. worst. <laughs> what? The, why would you? That's just. It's so a mess. It's a, yeah. And here's my hot take. What? I think it's good. <laughs> wow. He sounds very annoyed and really comes off uh-huh. snobby and as a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's just boring. It's a mm. boring song, I think. Yeah. But he just, it's a very arrogant song. And I don't like it. Is this so. one of the songs where he says the D slur in it also? Uh, w- uh, I think like not in this one. I think he uses it in like in the glory and uh, uh, stronger. It's bad when it. he does that every single time. I It makes me recoil a little bit. But yeah, I also don't. Yeah, care for yeah, this yeah, yeah. has the same general attitude towards women that I feel like is in that those other songs as well. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. But I just don't like it at all. What do you like about it, Andrew? Uh. Man, I love his attitude towards women. There's one thing. No, no, no. Like, Michael, you want to start a podcast some... together? Because I think Andrew might be on his way out. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be some. Uh, we get some comments. Um, but, like, uh, he, here's, like, something, like, I feel like is essential to, like, liking and understanding Kanye's music. Is, like, uh, with College Dropout and with... Uh, uh, you know, maybe late registration. He's this is like kind of like him using music more cinematically, like kind of like a movie score, basically, uh, where he is like, um, instead of saying like, I'm being arrogant, I'm being a crazy guy. He it, like, he just shows it by being arrogant and by being like, you know, like dark. That's key to understanding dark fantasy is like, the blurring between the fantasy and reality of like his life basically. And then like for, so like with this, it's like kind of like, um, he is acting like an asshole. And like, this is like the dark side of stronger, like stronger. It's the same message. It's the same message. He's like pursuing this girl like persistently and stuff like that. And then it's, but it's instead of being cool and awesome, it's gross and, uh, 
like most debt the most deaf feature is he's like kind of like saying like he's like trying to that that's his conscience basically and then he's like goes back right into it and then he like pays for it like basically his conscience gets drowned out by his lust i don't like knowing that about him (laughs) that he's got that side to him i don't like that yeah but But it's like it's like it's the it it's like i don't know it's like i i appreciate him just like putting like that out there just like this is the ugly side of me i'm just gonna everyone can see it i guess you know? but it, that's like it's i don't know to yeah. me like that's not a side of you you should share i feel like it's like it's sure. like jk rowling it's like that's a dark side of her <laughs> she probably shouldn't have shared that but i don't know well it's also like it's obvious I, I, like maybe and it's like I, I i think it's heightened i think it's like mm. not completely him you know and then like i guess it's just it's tough to like i see what you're saying but it's also tough because he had well i guess it's tough knowing what i know about him now because now i just i kind of think of him as arrogant and Mm -hmm. just because of everything else he's done yeah so to be like oh it's heightened i'm like is it though like it just seems yeah that's true it seems like him i don't know yeah. True. Yeah. I this agree. doesn't even but, feel like I think Dragon Hawk Girls was frustrating to me because like that doesn't even feel like the darkest like he's just objectifying women. That's like mm-hmm. 80% of men I know. Like that's what you sure. like that's your like dark side. Like come on. Right. Like and it just comes across as like it just he's like annoyed with women. He's objectifying women. Yeah. And I wish it had it just scratches the surface I think of what like a dark side of Kanye is. And so it just came across for me as like, all right, here's the here's the one about, you know, like objectifying women and then like still pursuing them. And it's like boring, too. It's like one of the longest sounding songs on the album. You didn't like when he goes, ah, (laughs) (laughs) like that. You think that was cool. I don't want any. (laughs) As uh, as my sister said, when I tried to play her makes me feel by Janelle Monae in the car with her and she (laughs) turned on the radio. She said, I don't want to hear any mouth noises from the songs. And so I stick with that for this song as well i think yeah. also just drunken hot girls as like a thing you re- is like just like a bad just oh, bad yeah, sounding <laughs> string of words yeah yeah bad pairing of words uh yeah what about michael like uh, yeah michael what's a low light for you yeah i think my low lights are can't tell me nothing barry bonds and drunken hot girls all in a row i think those are like can't tell me nothing's okay but i start to get a little like this album's getting kind of samey and kind of boring to me and then uh here's another hit barry bonds and then like Lil wayne like comes in and is like hey <laughs> like, yeah. i like when connie goes dude that's really makes me laugh it's like it's really yeah, funny I, I heard that song one time and i've kind of skipped it like I've tried to listen back through it and I'm like, I just don't like it would stop me from listening to this album like every single time, basically. So I uh, have to skip it in order to finish the album. So, yeah, Dragon Hot Girls is top of the list for sure. I I don't know if this is a low light. I don't know how I feel about Homecoming. I like oh, I, know, yeah. I know I know it's very poppy you know? it's like it definitely it was like the one made to be played in a stadium and I was so underwhelmed just listening to yes. it like on my own it's, also, it's oh sorry <laughs> it's his most like let's get white people to like this yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cole, let's get Chris Martin Chris <laughs> Martin 
if you like open the dictionary and like look up the word like white eggshell, like, you know, like, <laughs> it, shows up. it reminded me of Michael. You said this about Blackpink, where they were like, let's look up whoever's the most popular person. pop like, artist, yeah. yeah, and let's get them on the song. That's what I feel like Kanye did. It was like Chris Martin, Coldplay. They're, everybody loves them right now. Let's get Chris Martin. And it Chris Martin. Like, pay off. It's also <laughs> the same with like Lil Wayne and uh, uh, T-Pain are just like the most popular people on in, in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Chris sure. Martin, are you still Viva Ying La Vida? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Martin, the song reminds me of, I was just with some friends watching the Super Bowl performance of him, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Like, why mm. does Chris do, like, what, how does he find himself in these positions? Like, in that <laughs> Super Bowl performance, he looks... He looks more confused and more lost than he like 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 a fan. You know that video with Lady Gaga where she pulls up a fan and does the fan does the choreography. Like that fan mm. has more self awareness on stage than Chris <laughs> Martin did in between Bruno Mars and Beyonce. And I'm just like, what is Chris Martin doing with all these like hip hop artists? Right. And it just it throws me off. I don't like it. It never meshes well. I feel like it never it like yeah. doesn't really like what is this little white British man doing? <laughs> like, so bizarre. So yeah. I think not. I don't know if that's like a low light, but like off putting enough that I was like, I don't, I don't want it. Sure. Sure. Did you like it, Andrew? I like, I like it just fine. You know, it's like, I like uh, the metaphor is really cute. Like, you know, uh, Chicago is a girl basically, you know, and like you inspire your kids and like, you know, uh, who want to rap and make soul beats just like you. And then like, it, it really punctures the point of, I can't go back. You know, I can't go back to being, you know, um, his mom, when he uh, was before he blew up and got famous, his mom told him in relish in your anonymity, basically, like you could go to the mall and walk around and have no one know to know who you are, you know, and like he that that was something he was very grateful of his mom to like say to him, basically like. So, yeah, he can't go back. He can't be. You know, this is him. A lot of this record is him trying to be like the. uh be like okay i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back to chicago i'm gonna go back to chicago i'm going to like you know pay homage and stuff but like it's even with like tell me nothing he his, his intentionality with that was uh kind of a sequel to spaceship where he's like uh he talks about uh uh spaceship being like um he talks about like the tell can't tell me nothing being like a slave song, basically like where retail workers will go like, can't like to, can't tell me nothing, you know, to like your, your boss or whatever like that. Wait, wait until I get my money. Right. You know, just like, it's like, it's like really like kind of empowering, but it's still from a ivory tower and like, a like kind of removed from a spaceship where he's like, man, I'm working at the yeah, gap and this yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, I think another soft low light that I forgot to mention was I wonder. I just hate the like the right like the like the (laughs) like that like rat like I just like I didn't want it in that moment. (laughs) But I think the song is fine, and that's like the theme with a lot of these songs. I love the production. I love like the soundscape that is created, and then kanye or chris martin or whoever yeah. will come in and like kind of harsh my mellow yeah sure you just want yeah. the instrumentals from this I just, album. I, just yeah. want, I just want this and like like a frank ocean verse you know like yeah. I, oh, yeah, it's like a sense. bit of a disconnect yeah. well i was just say it is tough because i do i think it's it is a good mix of pop and rap mm-hmm. but i just don't think i like pop and rap music <laughs> you know so. sure i like i think 
you know, so obviously we'll like learn later, like Connie's not a singer singer. Yeah. Like in the traditional sense. But like, I think he's a great vocalist. I think his, you know, with all the elements he's putting in the production, you know, the layered sample and like, you know, the drums and like synths and Mm -hmm. crazy stuff like that. Like his voice cuts through all of it. And it's like really a powerful tool like his voice is so like not just like the subject matter but like his literal voice how he sounds is very powerful like just like yeah speak with so much emphasis Ooh, they're so sensitive just like it's really like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you know someone said this about shakespeare (laughs) just like there's a song for like literally every mood you know you could want to feel basically like there's like really sad stuff later on and then there's there's just like yeah i got a promotion at work Uh, yeah. Any other stray observations or any final thoughts or any, any stray observations, like any things you want to kind of get to? Like, no, I think this is a fun little album. It's a good, good album in Kanye's. Oh, this is more like including thoughts, but I think it's fun. And I think it has like a nice upbeatness to it that Kanye's other albums don't hold throughout. Like it's pretty much a beat the whole time, which like I get is the purpose of it. But I think, I don't know. It's like a good, like. I want to say something like light, like, yeah. but I want to listen to Kanye West still. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I also wrote down to you mm-hmm. that the, uh, the lack of skits on this album made me realize like how much I really love skits and pop <laughs> albums. So it's like, it's like people clapping <laughs> on this album. It's like people clapping. It's like, you won the trophy. Congratulations, <laughs> Kanye. It's like, did you realize? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's and someone like, getting him like a participation trophy and he's like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. I got first place. <laughs> Ma- Maga dads are like, this is why all these snowflakes always win. Because <laughs> all these participation ribbons getting handed I will say the like the thread that I, I like about this record, like even though it's like kind of very loosely about education in the way college dropout was, it's not really about that at all. Like, um, I like the idea of just like, you know, look at the valedictorian scared of the future while I hop into DeLorean. I did that that like sentiment of just like, like I like like I've said before, like, yeah, he's not like he's not. He's not anti-education per se, but he's like, the reason you made these decisions is because you're scared. The reasons you made these decisions is because you are afraid. So you're like, here, tell me what to do and I'll do that. And, you know, whatever. But he's like paving his own path. And like, that's what like the car crash taught him. Just like you could die tomorrow, you know, and like what he'll learn later. The people you love can die any day, you know. Um, So you got to just. And, you know, I'm going to be working in an insurance company. Like, is that that's going to be my life? What if I die tomorrow? Like, but then it's also like, I got to survive. I got to, like, take care of myself. I got to, like, build, invest in myself. So it's like a a mixture of all those things. Well, if you die tomorrow working in an insurance company, you probably got a discount on that life insurance. Yeah, yeah. This is a bad setup. Glass full. (laughs) (laughs) I think some other stray observations was, like, it was contextualizing it. I think you mentioned Andrew and the fact that it's a 2007 album was so helpful because it did like, like in the, in good morning, for example, that whole, like, yeah, like fuck education system, like that <laughs> stuff. I was like, God, that is so replayed. Then I was like in 2007, that was not, that was like kind of, you know, right on time. And I think like, 
the same with the production. Like everyone is like, oh my God, the production is so good. And now I'm thinking about like, like, I don't know, like Frank Ocean's level production. And mm-hmm. obviously it's at a different place. But again, in 2007, like really impressive that Kanye did what it did. What inspired, yeah. like that ins- exactly, also inspired yeah. Frank Ocean. Like there's a, yeah, there's a yeah, line yeah. And to I that. Think that you know? I, I like how you phrased it earlier, that this album kind of needs that context of like in time of where it was and, and mm-hmm. who it set up and where it came from. Um, so I think that's an important one with this album. Uh, let's get through our final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this record out of 10 uh, with a fun metric at the end. So who would like to go first? I think that this um, album is very fun, uh, for especially for Kanye. I think it uh, doesn't really overstay its welcome too much. It does have like, it's like for radio play, it's like roll your windows down, listen to it in the summer kind of album, which I did not you know, live that experience, but I know that is what it is. Um, I really like Stronger, uh, obviously, but I've heard it a million times. So that was like the only Kanye knowledge I had before we went into all these Kanye albums. Um, but I like this album. I'm probably not going to listen to it all the time because I'm just not going to listen to Kanye all the time. But I give it about mm, 7.5 broken baseball bats out of 10. Yeah, I can see where this album would be, you know, it's pretty monumental at the time. Um, and it feels very 2007 to me. And I think that's another reason I don't click with it as much. Um, I'm realizing now is also because that was like middle school for me. And I associate a lot of these songs with middle school. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stronger. Atomic wedgies. Um, and And Sean uh, and I were famously at the same middle school. So I know exactly what he's talking about. (laughs) And I think like at one school dance. swirling Sean? (laughs) Uh, i'll never be as cool as her (laughs) me Uh, little sixth grader (laughs) sean's an eighth grade boy Uh, but yeah i don't know this album like maybe it's because i was preconditioned to college dropout which is you know like i said earlier earlier you can't you know top the drop and uh (laughs) that album was full of humor and personality and energy and this again just felt kind of bland for me and i don't think i like pop rap um the genre and i don't really like i get the fact that he was writing for you know stadiums basically but i think you lose some artistic uh ability when you do that um so yeah this album i think it's really nice to listen to again uh like michael said it's kind of just a light listen um but it doesn't really do much for me and so i give it seven brand new harebrained schemes to get rich from out of ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree with a lot of sean's sentiments i think i saw where the album was going and i saw what it did in 2007 and i think if i was in 2007 i would view it and receive it differently but i think um yeah it's a fun album it's definitely like michael said gonna be fun to throw on in like summer like group of friends don't know what else to play it's like good baseline but kind of like sean was saying i think in aiming to simplify the lyrics to make stadium hits anthemic hits it lost a lot of what I, what I personally want music to be and what I want it to do for me in this, in the fucking 21st century. Right. And in like 2021, Mm -hmm. where I'm just sitting in my room, like getting high and listening to music. (laughs) I don't want to be like in a stadium. So yeah, I'm also going to give it seven lost and confused Chris Martins out of 10. (laughs) Uh, So we weren't going to do this record. Like we weren't going to talk about this. Uh, I was just planning to do late registration and then go to 808s. Um, But this is actually a really good fulcrum point for Kanye. Um, and like Michael brought it up, like, I, like, you know, hey, why aren't we talking about this one? I was like, OK, <laughs> I was annoying about um, it. But I, I was like, I had his <laughs> wife in the 60s. I was like, we have to listen to this. <laughs> 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 
Peter. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Get in here, Andrew. Look at the calendar. Look at the calendar. It does not show graduation, but come here events. Why are we I not got some new Tupperware. <laughs> Put down your casserole. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like my impression of this record was very much that this is like on the lower echelon for me for Kanye records. You know, I... I, uh, you know, this is his most like basic, you know, his most like rudimentary album where I feel like so much of his stuff is very revolutionary and like weird and like, uh, transgressive and challenging, uh, where this is like very much like, I want to just like make people happy. I want to just like, but that being said, uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I had a great time listening to it. I appreciate a lot, a lot of the songs more. Um, just like, it's just like good mood booster. It's good mood boosters. It's good. Like, just like. Um, confidence boosters and uh, it's like very inspiring uh, to uh, you know like listen to and it's also like really interesting in the context of like the grand career of Kanye West because like this is kind of the point of no return for him basically so uh, yeah I really like it I, I like it a lot Oh yeah, I like and I like I like um I like the last song too. Like so you really like it's it's even even at this state like that song's great because it's like even at his high status he still looks up to Jay-Z. He's humbled by Jay-Z. And then now he is richer than Jay-Z. He has surpassed him artistically and like money-wise. Like he's more wealthy than Jay-Z. So um that's which is crazy, you know. Um so um Ah, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this nine ah, ah, out of ten. I love that. <laughs> Mouth noises. <laughs> Mouth noises. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth noises. Like yeah. parentheses. Mouth Close noises. Close captions. Mouth noises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so great. That was fantastic. Uh, this is a great episode. Uh, we had such a lovely time. You. You. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, when we have new guests on, you never really know how they're gonna go. So, like this, this is went really well. Oh, I'm, I'm so very glad happy I, with how this I went. made it go well. <laughs> the labor and burden and sweat. Yeah. This is all riding on you, Christina. So yeah, I'm yeah, glad you showed up. So uh, now we'll get into our. I've been meaning to listen to that, and, and we, we did, did playlist. playlist. All right. So, uh, who would do it? I'll go. Go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, so the first one I'm going to pick, uh, cause like, uh, Michael reminded me of like Dua Lipa and like, I've, I've been really enjoying her record a lot. Like so future good. nostalgia. And also this is kind of future nostalgia. You know, this feels like very, like, it's like robots, like beep, boop, beep, boop. But like, it's like nostalgic. Beep, in the, uh, it's 2007. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to pick, uh, good in uh, bed by Dua Lipa. Click. I know it's really bad, bad, bad. I just uh, yeah, it's like kind of like the same, a similar feel to, not the not obviously not the same thing, but like kind of like a in that territory of drunken hot girls. It just like it's like more cinematic and like more like kind of like just evoking a feeling of like a weird situation. Um, I like that a lot. It's just like it's very. Um, it's also like kind of a weird complex situation she's in of just like oh man I know this isn't good for me but he's like his his dong is pretty <laughs> packing <laughs> <or not>. <laughs> like <laughs> you know he knows how to light a pipe <laughs> you know what I mean I <laughs> uh, see um, but um, <laughs> but yeah like it's it's a lot of fun and the other song I want to pick is uh, Finish Line and Drown by Chance the Rapper 
Click. They ain't teaching taxes in school. It don't even matter, I was acting a fool. But who would think the raps would turn into racks? Don't matter, matter of fact, it could happen to you. Scars on my head. And also No Name and like Kirk Franklin and his friends. Uh, oh, T-Pain's on it too. Like, it's great. Uh, yeah, this is a this is like, uh, even though it came out in 2006, it also had, that record has a lot of nostalgic value. You know, because I remember like that was like I remember loving that record a lot and I revisited and it's holds up pretty well. It's like a lot. But this is also like Chance's graduation. This is like Chance's version of graduation, basically, of just like him simplifying his raps to just like be like big, like anthemic things. And like but also like going back to like, but also like maintaining like a poetic like core and stuff like that. Um, And T-Pain's on it. He's a lot of fun. You know, he's um, no names versus gorgeous and like uh, the breakdown with like the gospel choir and stuff is really cool. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, it's a great record and a lot of fun. So that's my pick. Yeah. The song that I, I was torn between two. One was just the vibe felt more in line, but the other one is more apt, I think. And that's caught their eyes it's off of jay-z's 444 album ready for it ready for it Yeah, I think I loved, I love Cut Their Eyes. It's just been, it was on my Discover Weekly a couple weeks ago and I really fucked with it. Um, and I think it was like more in the, and to be fair, this song came out in 2017, graduation is 2007. So 10 years difference, 10 year lag. But Cut Their Eyes is like the vibe and kind of the energy and the complexity that I wanted from Kanye um, that I didn't quite get. Um, and then just for shits and giggles, the other song I was toying with was a new Hiatus Coyote song, Get Sun. Click. The clay grows dry, but you keep your borders guarded and hides of which you. Um, and it's just the vibe of that song. Like I, I like that Hiatus Coyote does a lot of um, pushing genres and mixing genres, and I think that is very reminiscent of what Kanye was doing in Graduation. So I think that that's why the vibe feels so in line with Graduation is because it is kind of. Um, a lot of ideas and a lot of influences in one place. So fabulous, and uh, yeah, it really makes me happy when a guest like says "click" like when they pick up on that. Yeah. It's like really endearing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I didn't want to fuck up again. <laughs> I was pissed until you fixed it. So no, we're good. We're good. We're I good. felt your anger. <laughs> we're good. We're good. My pick is something that actually came out to, uh, as of the date of our recording. I uh, really. And currently in my uh, Taylor Swift era, uh, I'm really on her team right now, which I'm usually <laughs> not. But right now I'm I'm uh, me and Taylor are getting along yeah. for the time being. Uh, but literally <laughs> the only reason that I picked it is because Kanye is her enemy and I have no other things to pick. So my pick <laughs> is you all over me featuring Marin Morris, Taylor's version from the vault. Click. Once the last drop of rain. Dried off the pavement Shouldn't I find a stain But I never do I just think it's pretty And I like it And I'd never heard it before today <laughs> And I liked it When I woke up I was to it And I said This does sound like old Taylor Swift But with her 33 year old voice And then <laughs> I liked it Yeah <laughs> 
which is like it's really tra I love I love both artists. I love Taylor Swift too. Um like I really wish they could have like figured something out and like think uh, of all the beautiful music they could have made together. I truly like I would have loved like what they could have cooked up together. It would have been really cool, but whatever. It's we live in a, <laughs> in a we live in a broken society. society it's so, like those memes society you know. if Kanye and Taylor had collaborated. <laughs> 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 society now and it's like you, you've seen that one where it's like church and like WAP and it's like the whole line is for WAP or whatever. It's like oh, yes. society now and it's like Kanye West. Taylor Swift yeah. and the lines for Taylor Swift out the door. <laughs> there, there is like a rumor that uh, not like after like the um, so after like you know the VMA incident, like they weren't they weren't really enemies then. Like they were just like kind of like Taylor was kind of like oh that was weird, and then like um, you know they became enemies later. They kind of like became like enemies later. But like there's a rumor that that is like fabricated. That like they planned. Th that controversy to make like an art piece basically but like that's also stupid like that's okay. also like look that's at the way Taylor Swift reacts and you know that's not like a made up thing she's like the whole time I will say I will say that later controversy <laughs> where he like calls her a bitch in one of his songs and she freaked out that felt weird I was like Taylor relax like something felt off about that so I yeah it's it's like it's definitely like both both of them are don't go out, no. come out of it looking good. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's still I, I think on, I'm more on Taylor's side. Well, with that. Taylor, mm. Taylor, like Kanye, doesn't pick her battles very well. Like recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Recently, she tweeted about that Netflix show and she's like making a joke about how many. No yeah. one watched and it. And she's like, this show that no one's watching, making a joke about how many guys I've dated. Low blow. Happy Women's Month. And it's like, OK. <laughs> The knob you used to tweet this tweet, turn it down like yeah. six notches. And she was doing so well. Yeah. Like she was not tweeting anything that controversial for like years. It almost, like, it almost got know. me off the Taylor train. But then this <laughs> this out this song with six parenthetical statements after it uh, got me back on board. So. <laughs> All right, we we've uh, let Sean has been he's patiently ratting, he's like uh, his fingers, <laughs> fingers together. I, I just I, I I genuinely do not care about the <laughs> conflict. So he's like, I've never I never I never like learned anything about it really, other than the the Grammy thing. Yeah, I, just, I don't, silly, I don't, I don't care for this question, and I but, won't uh, respond to it. Yeah, won't engage. <laughs> yeah. Rest in rest in peace to the legend. Like, um, but yeah, like Sean, we turn to you now. Yeah, uh, my the song I chose this week is Pony Boy by the late great Sophie. Click. Bye. Oh, wow. Uh, this song has really nothing to do with Kanye West. I am just a very <laughs> horny little man. Oh. And this song is <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> Ooh, it's so nasty. horny and <laughs> it's nasty. And uh, but God, it's so like the production is so gritty and just like, oh, it's so, so good. And uh, it's just it's, it's filthy. That's <laughs> all I dirty, have to say. Dirty about boy. It. But it's so. <laughs> yeah. Rough. <laughs> 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 we might want to. We might cut that. No, this is my song. This is this is my song. Anyways, guys, that's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, no, it's just also just like a really, the production is so interesting on it that I think it's really fun to listen to. Um, that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, great. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Great. Christina, for being such thank a lovely guest and hopefully new friend. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. Like that will we'll develop we'll talk. friendship. We'll talk. That balls in my court right <laughs> yeah. now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we we might like we we are planning a public feud. I'm interested in this I mean, one. All in yeah. an attempt to get Sean um, engaged. <laughs> but uh what's it called? Like, yeah, like uh anything you would like to plug, like uh Christina, like social media or uh, upcoming projects or anything yeah. along those lines. This project, this episode will come out in like May. So Kanye, oh, perfect. Kanye yeah. Blast, so. Let me, um, follow me on Instagram, Christina X Cardi. Um, my Twitter is trash right now. I won't even bother plugging. Um, you can also follow the blackout because if by the time of this episode dropping, we'll probably be close to our live show and a bittersweet yeah. thing of COVID is now everyone can watch our live show. You don't have to be on campus. So you can follow the blackout at, Dun, 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 dun. Gotta double check on my Instagram. I should know this. At the Blackout NU on Instagram. I would love to have more humans tuning into those live shows. They make me do crazy shit. So <laughs> it better be worth it. I watched it. I watched like, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched like clips of it. And it was really endearing and it was really charming. And Christina's a really nat- like really oh. great performer, like really strong comedic performer and like great host. And uh, she sings <laughs> songs and like she like writes sketches and stuff Andrew like that. To it's, say it's, all it's, of it's this. So Sponsored I, by the Blackout. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bullying Sean really helps uh, inspire your uh, performance. Uh, that kernel of performance that was in you. You were like, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this attention that I'm getting for swirling Sean in the toilet. For my right middle now. school swirling. <laughs> no, in middle school I was hopelessly in love with Sean. That was that was my uh, tea. Yeah, Sean knows. Sean knows. I had the biggest oh little crush on Sean. And we're past it now. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise, sorry. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I took it very personally, Sean. Yeah, it was like he chose. Sorry to you and sorry to God. <laughs> like, really. No, I love Sean. Sean knows that. Oh, we, were, we were in a little band. We were in a, in a jazz band and a band band and an indie band. Sean and I have seen the world together. Uh, yeah, like uh, Michael, what are, what are your plugs? Follow me at Lemon Taco on anything. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean. You can follow me on Instagram at T1 underscore Sean 599. Uh, okay. So you could follow um, me at Andre Lee on Instagram and uh, Twitter. You can follow the show at IBMT LTT on Instagram and maybe Facebook and, and Facebook. Yeah. And um, you, Olivia Jensen did the artwork uh, for our show and Emily Blue, great artist, uh, did our uh, theme song. And, uh, yeah, you could also, fu- uh, the charity this month is, uh, Chicago freedom schools, uh, where they're basically like training young leaders of color, like to, uh, make inter- intergenerational impact. Uh, that's the charity we're going to do this week, this month. And, uh, yeah. So thank you so much, Christina. Uh, now we'll have a closing sentiment from her. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Make more space for yourself, you dumb, lovely, amazing, stupid little bitch. Hey! Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good Inspirational. day. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it sounded like a nightmare. <laughs>